Hello and welcome to a new episode of my podcast, Mina Jawaharbin Talking Here. This episode is for every single one of you who has asked me over the years how to become an author. Many of you have come to me telling me that you have one story that you really want to write or some of you come up to me and say, I have so many stories, I don't even know when to start, where to start, how to start, and how is it that one can become a published author. This episode is dedicated to you as I'll be talking about how to become an author, how to write your book, and how to go about becoming published. When I was an architect, when I met people, they asked me what I do for a living, and they found out that I was an architect. I don't remember even once anybody asking me, how can they become an architect as well? In fact, um, it's amazing to me right now that how come nobody ever asked me that? I suppose it's a more straightforward answer to that question that has prevented people from coming up to me and asking me, how did you become an architect? I want to be an architect. And uh, can you tell me the name of the place you work at so I can go and ask them how I can become an architect? Because people know that in order to become an architect, one needs to attend certain schooling, get a certain degree, and in a few instances, in order to build some buildings, one needs to have a special license. So that's why nobody has ever asked me in my um, years of being an architect, how can they also become an architect? Perhaps due to the fact that writing is so egalitarian and easily accessible with a pen and paper and ideas and stories that makes one wonder how come one fellow person like me has become a published author and they have not, even though they know how to write. But of course, everyone can write and everyone who is willing to put the time and effort can become a published author. However, just like architecture, writing, although might seem easily accessible and available to all of us with a pencil and a piece of paper, it may not be that easy. Having said that, I don't want to discourage anyone from attempting to write that story that they've been wanting to write all their life. So many of you come up to me and say there is this one story that I really need to tell. 
here's my answer to you. Sit down. Trust yourself. And write it out. Well, you may say, well, I have. Or some of you may say, well, I, I, I really don't think I can because I'm not as good as you. I'm not a writer. I'm not an author. I'm not a published author. Well, here's where I say to you, 10 years ago, 11 years ago, I was not a published author. I was just the person who has written all her life. Ever since I was only five, I used to tell stories, I used to sing songs, I used to make up songs for ants and butterflies and ladybugs in our yard, and I used to skip my afternoon naps to my parents' disdain and stay up and just sing and laugh and talk to myself and talk to any, anything or anyone or any creature that was around. And then when I learned to write more, of course, I kept on writing more. And then when I learned to read better, I read like there is no tomorrow. I bought books. I read books. I loved books. I worshipped books. I frequented libraries and this is what I did inherently it was an interest that I took this is something I liked when I became older and I studied architecture and became an architect writing never went away I just kept on writing I wrote short stories I wrote poetry I wrote and I wrote and I wrote and guess what happens when you write and that's why I'm telling you to sit down make time and space for yourself and put pen on paper and write that story that you've been wanting to write your first attempt may be horrible your second attempt may be even worse your third attempt would be horrifying your fourth attempt may be a disaster but the way to become an author is to just keep on writing when I wrote I wrote because I wanted to, because it made me happy. I read because I wanted to read. It made me happy. I rather spent my money on four books instead of the latest t-shirt everybody was wearing as teenagers. And when I was a child in elementary school, the best gifts that I was always hoping for on my birthdays were books. Nothing else compared to getting books. So if this is how you have felt and you have been all your life, well, 
it's natural. You're on your way. But if this is not how you felt growing up or living your life, that's still fine. You have an idea and you want to write your story. And unfortunately, there is no magic wand. You just have to sit down and write it. You cannot tell me your stories because there is no way that I can write your stories as well as you can tell your story yourself. However, there are people that are ghost writers and so many famous people, um, actors, actresses, athletes, um, scientists, many people that have accomplished feats in their lives and they are not skilled writers, of course they go and hire ghost writers or they're so famous that publishers want their books. Therefore, they will assign them a ghostwriter from within the house. Say you were the president of the United States and your term is over and now you want to write a book. Or you were some famous athlete and now you're retired and you want to write a book. And your fame, fame is so outreaching that a publishing company will want to uh, acquire what you have to say. Therefore, they will buy the book because they want to make a lot of money off of selling your book. They will also give you money and they will assign you a ghostwriter. And that ghostwriter and you will work together and you will come up with a beautiful product, which I'm sure millions of people will buy. Now, that's one way of doing that. But if you are not a famous person with an extraordinary story, then no publisher is going to want to bet on that and they're not going to give you a ghostwriter. If you want to hire someone to write your story, of course you can do that. But the ghostwriters are very expensive. And um, I... I've been in this business for 11 years and I don't even know one single ghostwriter. So if you're not a famous person or you have not, for example, uh, achieved or created or uh, coined um, some special scientific discovery to your name, it's very rarely that a publishing company will buy your idea or your story or assign you a ghostwriter. For the rest of us who just have an idea or two or three or a hundred, the only thing that we need to do in order to become authors is to sit down basically and write. And then when we write it, and it's to a point that we feel like we've done our telling of our story, then editing starts. You edit. You keep editing and you keep editing. And at this point, you subscribe to magazines and societies and guilds for writers. 
and for um, artists and of course I would like to think that meanwhile you if you are writing for children's you are reading hundreds and hundreds upon hundreds of children's books to know what's going on in the world of today's children's books and how our stories being told if you're writing middle grade then I hope you're reading hundreds of them and same with young adult or other sorts of writing so you need to be reading ferociously you need to be writing every day every single day and some of you say well I mean I work an eight-hour job by the time I come home I cook dinner it's time for you know take taking care of my kids bathing them putting them to bed and there's just no time for me to write I don't remember the name of that author but I do remember it was in a conference and it was about I'd say it was about 30 years ago alongside of alongside it was Ellen Gilchrist and uh, Allen Ginsberg were also talking at that conference it was gorgeous um, gosh I don't remember the name of that certain person that said to me not to me he was talking to the entire audience and he said something about the fact that his first novel came out of his one hour lunch breaks he went somewhere very quiet he ate his lunch very fast and he wrote about 45 minutes every day religiously and he looked at it on his way back home in the subway and he edited it or he added to it and that was the story of how he wrote his first novel so if you really want to do something you can if you really want to write your book you need to make some lifestyle changes for example give up that one hour of your watching TV or maybe less baking or whatever it is that you do you need to allocate time to your writing and that actually goes for any kind of creative principle any creating that you put your mind to to do uh, whether it is ceramic making or sculpture or painting or writing you need to allocate time for it let's say we have uh, come in terms with the fact that we need to pull up a chair sit down and write and then we have also uh, provided ourselves with a special time during the day and um, a, a place to do that be it at your kitchen table when everybody else is upstairs sleeping be it on your bed, be it in, in an office, in a home office, or 
in the subway, you have found a place, an office for yourself to write. And you are allocating time to yourself to write. And you have come in terms with the fact that you are the only person who can write your story. So you have written a first draft, a second draft, a third draft, a fourth and fifth one. And it's time for you to think about perhaps getting a second opinion, perhaps getting other people's critique and edits, and to find out about the publishing market at the same time. This is when you subscribe to different author societies. There are so many guilds and societies for children writing, for adult writing, for crime writing, for whatever you want to think about. It's time for you to pay your dues, to join them, to attend their seminars, to attend their conferences. Sometimes be a fly on the wall and sometimes ask as many questions as you can. You need to absorb like a sponge and learn about the business firsthand. Another place that you want to be is the library. The library has books in there that is going to tell you how to become an author. And the books are actually titled How to Become an Author. <laughs> so many. How to Become a Children's Author. How to Become a Mystery Writer. And read them. Borrow those books and read them. Some of you will say, well, that's going to take time. What kind of thing are you talking to me about? You're the writer. Just tell me how to do this. I wish I could. I really do. But this is how I did it. And this is the only way I know how to do it. At an early point, at a beginner point, this is what you should do as an author. You should write and you should read. And again, I hope you're reading hundreds of children's books. If you want to write a picture book, I hope you've read at least 1,000 children's picture books. I hope you know what's going on and how are picture books written. And these are all knowledges that we can acquire by research, by reading, by writing. It is, writing is like an apprentice shop, uh, apprentice work. You know, architecture is also the same. You need to work at it and you need to get better. That's why they call it the practice of writing or the practice of architecture. Honestly, all you need to do in order to become a better writer is to practice it. All you need to do in order to become a renowned architect is to practice it. The more you do it, the better you become. And I know that for people who are uh, tuning into podcasts, to a podcast to find the golden ticket into becoming an author, you may be disappointed, 
but work needs to get done on every facet or aspect of anything that you want to do even though even though it, it seems so pedestrian it's a piece of paper and I have a piece of paper and it's a pen and I have a pen and I know how to write and I know how to tell stories I know we all do but then if you want to become a writer and then you want to get published that's a whole different ball game if all of this looks overwhelming for you and you only really want to write about that one special cat that you had as a child and what happened to the cat and how gorgeous your cat was and you just have that one book there there are so many other ways of being published after writing many many stories and you're at a point that you can see you have a very valid body of work it's time to look for an agent and agents are the best way to start in the publishing world for a beginner author you can go to the library and there are books about that too that are called how to find an agent how to find an agent in the children's market how to find an agent in the crime and mystery market so you can read those books you can buy them you can study different agents and if you have been attending conferences and going to uh, writers guilds you have chances are you have met some agents when you attend our conferences they will tell you they will give you your, their emails and they will um, allow you to email them and this is how you will be sending your work and your query letters and finally if your work is good enough for to be published you are sure to find an agent an agent will reply to you and and these and these are the times that you need to keep on writing not give up hope and understand that people's tastes are subjective and understand that rejection is a big part of the game so for example my first book the secret message I had sent it out about 50 60 times as I was writing it and every time to, to different publishers and every time it got rejected I understood that my story is not good enough every time I was rejection rejected I sat down and edited more and this is how it became published 10 years later from the time that I started writing and sending 
Nobody was there to tell me, don't send it yet. It's not good. Don't send it yet. It's not good. But every time I got rejected, instead of um, crying, I edited. Of course, I cried a little too, but I edited more. And finally, 10 years went by and I didn't give up. Imagine that. 10 years of rejection and because I knew I had a good story there and I knew I could make it pretty and I knew I could make it sing and I had no background in writing and I was writing in a language that was not my first language and I was basically it was an uphill battle for me the whole time and finally the book got accepted by Disney Hyperion Disney and the editor was excited about it and she championed it and she got my first book published I could not believe that after so many rejections Disney of all publishers in the world would buy me and not only that the book has been picked for the fourth grade textbooks across the United States of America since the year 2012. Every year since then, about 1.2 million teachers and students in the U.S. read my book. It's important that I bring to your attention that I am not bragging about my first book. The emphasis is on the fact that for 10 years I was rejected and for 10 years I labored on the manuscript and I made it more beautiful. It got published by a very prominent publisher and ended up being read by millions of people. This is what I'm trying to emphasize. It was nominated for many awards. It won a few gold seals. I don't even remember. It is all history. I once in a while talk about it, give myself a pat on the back, but I have gone to other projects and my eye is always on making the next book in my writing career and advancing in different genres and pursuing my other dreams. And this is how books are, are written and classically published. So as I have been talking to you about my own life, some of you may think that there has been an intense attention towards reading and writing and it has spanned all my life. If some of you are like that, uh, having a career in writing and communication is a natural to you and all you need to do is take the second steps of getting it together, making your body of work, going to an agent, and you will definitely get published. And most of you, I know this English is your first language 
and um, you would not have the trials and tribulations that I had. Many of you even went to school for creative writing and I haven't had that luxury either. So you're well on your way and you will definitely be embraced by the publishing community. However, there are others that have been, for example, a physician all their lives and they are in their retirement years and they want to write a few books or you haven't really been a person who's been reading and writing all your life, but you do have one or two books in you that you really want to get out. There are other avenues instead of getting classically published. There is a way of self-publishing the book that you've always been wanting to write. But make sure the book and the manuscript is edited and gorgeous. And if it's a picture book, hopefully you're, you can illustrate it uh, if you're an illustrator yourself. Or definitely find someone that is a professional, um, somebody who's uh, skilled in this way and pair up with them and you can easily publish your work through something that's called a vanity publisher or venues that help self-publishing. There are, take your manuscript and take the art that goes with it or take the manuscript if it's just a novel or poetry and doesn't need any art. Um, they will take that and they will make that into beautiful uh, books with book covers and ISBN number and um, all the things that is needed for a book to be placed um, on the shelves of libraries if uh, you are lucky to ever get there. So you can definitely uh, write your story and get it published through a vanity publisher or through self-publishing. I have seen people publishing their work by uh, going into these things that are called GoFundMe or there's another one that people collect money. Uh, I don't remember the name, but I'm sure everybody knows about these things more than I do. I just uh, see the thing about being an author is that uh, one becomes very uh, focused in doing what they're doing and <laughs> I just like to write um, and I'm probably not a very good marketing person for myself and being a, a children's book author we rely on mostly what our publishers publicize and market for us and most of them do a fantastic job so I don't have a marketing agent I don't even have an agent at this point I haven't had an agent for over a decade now I can't believe it no I haven't had an agent since uh, year 2012 which is almost a decade so anyway yeah um 
my focus is to just write write really well and um my next book comes out better should be better than the one before i don't know these these venues that are out there but there are so many uh people who are very um good at uh, marketing themselves they're good at rallying family and friends to give them money because creating a book needs money and last time i checked if anybody wanted to self-publish a um, picture book it would be around twenty thousand to thirty thousand dollar for one person to self-publish their own picture book and this is a research that i did i have to tell you over a decade ago because once i started getting published with classical publishers like scholastic Candlewick Press, Disney, uh, Simon & Schuster, uh, I didn't go back and research uh, what's going on in the self-publishing market. To summarize this, this, you can write your story, edit it, make it so beautiful that it's irresistible to any agent and any publisher and get it published and the way to do it is to read thousands of books write thousands of revisions and submit to hundreds of people that's the way the only way i knew how to do it because as an immigrant you don't have family and friends and buddies and cousins and uncle and aunts that are in the publishing world or anybody who can help you actually this is one way and that's the way i did it is a miracle that I found a beautiful agent in the beginning of my career and that they actually took an interest in me and we are very good friends to date. But it does happen when you write good stuff that people want to read. So you should focus on that. This is how classical work gets done. You focus on your craft and uh, you will get published. This is the way I did it. Now, if you have one or two uh, ideas, if you have any connections, kudos. If you don't have any connections, you can go to a vanity publishing or take the self route of pub self-publishing or try to go to uh, GoFundMe and all those places, raise some money and publish your own book. There is nothing wrong with that. There are so many people who are successfully self-published. They are invited into schools and paid much more money than so many of us <laughs> uh, who are writing uh, for classical publishers. They hustle. They, a self-published author may not win the Pulitzer, but, but, but who, who does win the Pulitzer after all? So you need to find out who you are. Are you that hustling, marketing, book selling person with somewhat interest of writing books? Then self-publishing is really your way of doing the, uh, of becoming an author. And you should definitely try it. But I don't know much about that venue. I, I know that it exists and I need to bring it to your attention. The other side of it, again, 
is to sit down and write. And no matter what, what way do you want to go, self-publishing or uh, pu being published by um, publishers, prominent publishers that um, have access to um, the entire publishing market and libraries and um, have uh, already built-in infrastructure to promote you and to get your books across um, a variety of uh, uh, audiences around the world. As you know, m many of my books have been translated into different languages. This is all the doings of a, a prominent pub of prominent publishers. Uh, otherwise, it's very hard work because then you need to focus on um, getting translations. You need to focus on uh, inventory control, uh, on uh, copyright control, on your book design, all of the things that are being done by prominent publishers. So if you are in love with writing, I wouldn't short sell myself if becoming a self-published, my, in my opinion, I can't do it. I do. I can, but I don't want to. I actually can because as an architect, I ran my own business. And right now I am helping my husband running his own business. We have all always had our own businesses. We've never uh, been the paycheck people, haven't been paycheck people for 30 years. Um, so I do actually know a lot of ins and out of business. But when it comes to writing, I want to focus on the art part of it. But if that is not your goal and you just really want to write and publish this one or two story that you have in you, I think self-publishing is perfect. As far as editing your work and getting edited, there are editors for hire. Now say you want to uh, have your book edited professionally before sending it to an agent or before sending it to a publisher or before self-publishing it. There are people who uh, do this for a living. There are editors who will edit your books for a price. There are also, again, ghostwriters who who will ghostwrite your book for a price. Uh, unfortunately, I am not doing either one of these. I am not an editor. Um, I will not charge you and I will not look at your book because my interest is to focus on my own books. I don't want to know your ideas because what if you tell me your idea and it goes in my subconscious and then one day I'll write a book and then you'll come say, oh, she stole my idea. <laughs> so I don't want to know your ideas either. So the best thing is don't tell me your ideas and please don't ask me to edit because I am not an editor. I cannot emphasize the importance of librarians and libraries in your efforts to become an author. The wealth of knowledge that are on the shelves of those libraries about from how to become a children's book writer, 
uh, all the way into how to find an agent and which publisher would be the best for you to submit your specific manuscript is just mind-boggling there is so much for free in your library and your librarian is your friend this is a way I became an author this is the way I became a writer and this is all I can give you my way was very hard it was an uphill battle can't believe I have six books published and a couple of more are in negotiation right now as we speak I have dreams and aspirations of making my books into uh, movies, into animated series, into TV programs. However, I have started going to conferences and Writers Guild um, symposiums. I have been listening to writers who wrote. I have found out about how to pitch, how to uh, write a pilot, how to, uh, how to write a treatment. So writing for TV and motion pictures, you could say that I'm almost on ground zero. Uh, but I have been going to um, symposiums and conferences um, conducted by people who write screenplays I have been listening to them I have been doing my lessons I have been uh, writing uh, spec pilots I have been learning how to write a treatment um, I have written a few screenplays um, and submitted to um, different competitions just to wet my toes into this new business into this new genre that I'm getting into and I have no idea what the outcome will be uh, it is about like 1990s when I had a dream that one day I will write a book and I will be a published author and now about 20 years later it is my dream to have one of my books turned into a TV series or an animated movie or maybe just write an original series or an, or an original screenplay. All I'm doing is I'm learning how to do this and how to get into this sort of genre that I want to enter. I know there's no magic wand, but I also know that this is a different business than, than writing. And I'm trying my best to learn a new way of creating arts. Becoming a published author, becoming a, a screenplay writer, becoming a, an accomplished artist has to do with doing the work not only creating the art but also going out there and connecting with what you need in order to be allowed in the door
It is hard work. It is grueling work. And it only gets easier as you develop the body of work that you've done. Hopefully, there will be more respect for you if you have a handful of books and you enter, for example, Sony Productions to pitch a screenplay. Hopefully, some doors will be open for you if maybe you have self-published your book. It has done very good sales across the United States. Then, maybe a publisher will pick you up instead of going the agent route and the classic route. There are so many ways into the dream that you have. But if this is what you want to do, then you just have to do the work and you have to knock on doors. And you need to get yourself ready for so many rejections. And every rejection means a new learning experience. So don't be afraid. But do the work. The work needs to be done. You can't just go knock on doors without having a body of work to support you. I hope with my little talk here and maybe some more talks in the future, I would be able to become some sort of a mentor to you and help you on your path to your writing. For now, I bid you goodbye and I wish you the best on your path.